Okay. Was, Can you hear yourself? I, I uh yeah, in a muffled sort of way, not like You're muffled right now? Uh-huh. In my head, yeah, in my headphones. Something's Am up. Am I muffled? No, <clears throat> you sound clear. You don't sound muffled to me. Do I sound muffled? You sound you sound clear. Are you sure? Yeah. It's going to sound right. Okay. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Is it all in your head? Uh-uh. That's okay. Go on, I'll play. When this show, when this show airs, I'm going to drive to your house. I sound muffled. <laughs> <laughs> better not sound muffled. Like that. You better not sit sound. outside. I have never, I've never met a historian in the flesh. It's a delight. You just get all up in there. Why are people pissing? I, I, I want to know if I can avoid the pissing time. But it was just the fact that you made the chicken noise after penetration. I shouldn't have looked at you when you did it. That's what woke me up. And I don't want to be seen with a guy with a weird head. It's just such a restaurant outside. I don't know what kind of food you're serving here. Come on in and be surprised. Hey everybody, welcome to the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. Ow! What up? Those voices, those are the voices ah. of Can't Tell Us Nothing, an improv group from Houston. You have myself, Antoine, we have Amici. Hey, hey. We have John. Hey, hey. We have Tandy. Hoi, ho! <laughs> that is her real voice, everybody. What? That's how she really sounds. <laughs> and all of us together from Can't Tell Us Nothing. Like I said, we're an improv group from Houston, Texas. We're in 92KELZ, and welcome to the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. What this show is, is we take discussions, opinions, topics, whatever, use that to inspire improv scenes on the spot, jump back into discussion. A lot of times, we're joined by a special guest. Today, we actually have a couple of special guests. We have a team here. We have a crew. We have Brian... And Anthony of uh, <laughs> the like Black Man Project. Project. Black the Black Man Project. The Black Man Project. Black Man Project. Black Man Project. Thank you. Tell yes. us, what, what is the Black Man Project? A sculptor, a filmmaker, and an anthropologist tour the nation to create healing spaces for men. Through conversation. Over dinner. Boom. Mm. And art. Boom. Gotcha. And who's the sculptor? Who's the anthropologist? Who are these people? I would be the sculptor. You're the sculptor. Brian Ellison, I'm the filmmaker. And Marlon is the anthropologist. Uh Nice. Marlon Hall. Mm. Nice. And where is Marlon tonight? Uh Uh-oh. Marlon's out being a great father. Yeah, sure that's important. Put the rest. Let's highlight that. And he has like, a past. You know, has yeah. a story before bed and all those good things that fathers do. Absolutely. Uh, that's nice. That's nice. Well, thank you guys for making the time to join us today and telling us a bit about your project. So uh, how'd you guys even start this whole thing? How'd you meet up and determine we should make this thing? For those who don't know, they're doing a, uh, who can't see it, they're doing a Globetrotter-esque passing of, of the metaphorical microphone. It has been passed twice. So um, I'm going to try to do the, the, my best Marlon impression as possible. So Marlon is what we call, we've grown to, to, to call him our mouthpiece because nice. he does a great um, job of telling stories. That's what he does for a living in terms of you know, speaking to people and um, highlighting uh, people's potential. And so, um, but really this conversation started, uh, what, about two years ago, two or three years ago? Three or four. Okay, a little bit longer than that, <laughs> about three or four years ago. Um, I, you know, I don't want to speak to what was going on with, with him, but Marlon was uh, experiencing some relationship uh, changes. And so 
um, during that time, <clears throat> the three of us, you know, we were really great, great friends. We've known okay. each other from the community and just have been around each other for a number of years, um, even prior to this. Um, and so Marlon invited us over to just kind of hang out and just be brothers to one another and had this crazy idea to build a banquet t table, like a long, big banquet table using uh, reclaimed wood from his grandmother's home um, in Louisiana. And so we got together. As Marlon says that he seduced us with a bottle of rum, um, and we drank, and we did woodworking, which are probably not the best two things to go into, <laughs> but we did it anyway. No one lost sure any fingers. There's a lot of great things that were built. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am certain of this. Um, but yeah, we had this really amazing table, um, and uh, Marlon has actually used the table for a number of years since to activate spaces around conversation and around culture. And so he, um, uh, kind of along with Brian, were kind of doing uh, their end of the work uh, beforehand. And so my work specifically deals with um, the African-American experience and the idea of masking oneself and what that looks like in culture. And so uh, the work that I do is uh, creating wearable sculptures um, that are uh, activated through technology. And so it's a, it's a bit of ancient future. And so we've been talking about, you know, for a number of years since the table was built, how would this look if we were to get together and create an experience? And so... You said wearable sculptures? Wearable sculptures. Tell me just a little bit more about what that even is. Yeah, so, I mean, when you go to a museum, you go to uh, typically the, the Hall of Antiquities, and you see things from ancient cultures... Um, they are only half of what they are potentially or what they potentially can be because they are nothing until they're activated. Yeah. And so um, that's something I've always been fascinated with. I used to teach art history for a number of years, and uh, that was one of the things that I would just make my students study, study, study are these wearable pieces that are, are activated, they're vestments. And so my sculptures particularly are, <clears throat> when you see them, they look like ancient sculptures. They look like something you would find in a museum until you actually put them on. Um, and they, they have feedback, and so they change. They're organic in nature, and there's no reaction that's the same as the one previous to that. And wow. so um, this mm -hmm. is part of the work that I'm doing with, uh, with the Black Man Project, with the film on masculinity that we're creating. Um, each city that we go to has a mask, um, which is an expression of the city itself, and some of them are activated. Some of them are actually just static pieces, uh, but they all still have that latent energy um, assigned to them. What's what's Houston's mask? I haven't made one yet. Mm. That's going to be the last. Our last stop mm -hmm. will be here in Houston. Oh, I have not that's made exciting! One yet, so yeah. it'll be special. You guys will see it. You're invited. <laughs> <laughs> what what has been the most? I don't, I don't even know how to even properly. What's the most popular mask, or what mask has gotten the most attention in the city? Yeah. Or maybe say? what mask are you most proud of? Yeah. Mm. Ooh, okay, that's that's a great one. Mm. So there's actually two that I'm most proud of. So the first one that um, that we used was the one that was made for Tulsa. Um, that one is, is, is actually an activated mask. That one has electronics in it and everything. Um, the reason why I, that one resonates with me is the meaning behind it because uh, Brian is from Tulsa. And uh, when we were there, it was uh, when the city started having discussions around the centennial of the, uh, the Black massacre, Wall Street. Yeah, Black yeah. Wall Street. And so um, that the, mask has a lot of significance to me. And then the does one the mask look like Brian at all? It looks just <laughs> like him. It looks just like Brian. So even in all the parts. Right. <laughs> it's perfect. It is perfect. 
Um, the last <clears throat> the last city that we went to was New York, and I really love that mask because it is something different than what I've done before. Um, there's just a lot from a material standpoint. There's a lot of things going on there, but I've also um, commandeered the words of uh, James Baldwin, yeah. and there are some quotes that are that are relevant to um, kind of the conversations that we've been having. And so, there's one quote that talks about um, being a Negro in the in this country and what that means. And so I thought it was really relevant to the conversation that we've been been uh, kind of having going along. Yeah. And so, Brian, which one is your favorite mask? Uh, I like them all. Uh, <laughs> the one, the New York one is really, it looks so heavy, but it's so light. And, um, yeah, and it just, it just really, I don't know, it resonates for, with me for, that's one of the reasons why just, uh, you know, when you maneuver through a world, but it's like reverse, we make things look so, um, light, but it's heavy, you know what, what I mean? <laughs> Uh, we cut to a uh, a art museum exhibit. Uh, hey, Amici. Yeah. First off, these pieces are amazing. Thank you. I, I put a lot, of, a lot of hard work into this. I did have one question about this one in particular. Mm -hmm. uh, it says the face of a coward. Yes. It looks like it looks a lot like me. That looks like my face on the wall there. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah, I do actually. I. Uh, I mean, yeah, most people look at it and don't think it looks like them, but if like you, I, if that's what you think. What are you saying? I'm saying most people look at the sculpture and they don't see their own face in it, but... Well, because it's, it's not their face. It, it looks like mine. Like, I was looking at it and some people were... I saw them looking at it and me looking at it and, like, pointing and whispering to each other. Mm -hmm. I think... What are you trying to say? Are you trying to say that you think I'm a coward for some reason? Well, I mean... I invited you to my party this past weekend. You didn't show up. I got to assume you're a coward. Why would I be? I was busy. Uh -huh. I was busy. I had a thing. Yeah? Yeah? That, I don't know why that makes me a coward. And I don't like it being immortalized here on the wall at, the, at your exhibit, man. Look, I mean, it's not even that popular. Don't worry about it. Like, other people, everyone's talking about other things. And, you know, there's lots of artists here. I don't think everyone's going to be Oh, babe, babe, look. Look at this mask. Isn't it cool? Oh, my God. Wonderful. That oh dude created God. a mask right in front of the guy right he made. Right in front of that front of guy. Oh, that's amazing. Hey, sir. How much, would it how much would you charge to make a mask of one of us yeah. right here on the spot? Uh, right now? Right, right yeah. here? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I'll give you a couple thousand, a couple thousand dollars, maybe. You could, you could a couple thousand that. dollars, baby. It's, it's worth it. So worth you do it. make yeah. masks that look like people. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I thought you'd make it just because that was your inspiration. But no, you're actually modeling it after people. We, we want ours. We want ours to be called the faces of a loving, a loving couple. couple. Yeah. Okay, I see that. I see that right there. Oh, get yeah, a okay. room, you yeah. two. Jesus. See, you whisper it up to me, but you don't say it to them. You know why you don't say it to them? Uh, why? Because you're a coward. See, I knew it. You think I'm a coward. I, I, I'll admit it, I do. I think it's a little cowardly for you to use art to get this message across. If you got a problem with me, why don't you say it? Hey, hey, excuse me, sir. You're not going to talk to our artist we're about to pay. That's right. Yeah, we need him to be in, in good shape and in good health, you piece of coward. Coward. <gasps> Let's now I dare you to say something before I slap. <laughs> right. Get your slapping hand ready, babe. I'm ready. No, 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 no. No one needs to get slapped. No one needs to get slapped. Okay, I didn't need it. He's a it. coward. <laughs> what kind of man wouldn't take a baby, slap? Baby, go back to the car. I, I don't want you around this coward. I don't even want you around this coward. 
Do you see what you're doing? Do you see what you're doing? People think I'm a coward now. I mean, I mean, look, you your art has you an effect yourself on a little pe- bit. What? You peed yourself. <laughs> maybe I did. Okay, maybe I did. Yeah, maybe I spilled that's, something on myself. That's what a coward would do: is, is pee himself in, in a in a scary situation. Wow. Did, do you see it now? Do you see why I, I had to do this? <laughs> he, he takes another look at the, the mask. He's, he's staring deeply into it. Oh my God. Maybe he's right. Maybe this is the face of a coward. A tear falls down his cheek. A tear falls down the mask's cheek. <laughs> and see. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but yeah, you love all the masks the same. <laughs> Yes, I love all the masks. You said Tulsa, and what was the other? What was the other one? New York, New York, New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, Seattle, yeah. Seattle, yeah. Seattle mm-hmm. is the, the the second city we went to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. How long have you guys been doing this? Since September. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. How's it been going? In your opinion? Yeah. How, what yeah, what, how the people receive yeah. you guys? Like, what what is the I guess after you have your your um your time with them, like what are you th- what are things that you see that are like changing or uh since you've had those meetings with the brothers in those cities? For me it reiterates um the importance of what we're doing because it's like what I've what I consistently hear is that this is something that I didn't know I needed, but I I'm glad mm-hmm. that I experienced it. And um, it's just like men are waiting, black men are waiting to go to a space and feel comfortable enough to just like put down the mask that they have to maneuver through their day-to-day world, like just to put that mask down <coughs> and just talk about things that they have to to deal with. Um, why is it uh, why is it so important that men have a space like this? Man. Well. I'm going to be, I, I think it's very important for black men to have a space like this because we, we don't make spaces like mm-hmm. this for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that also for our partners, mm-hmm. um, I think it's healthy for us to create spaces outside of our home to have, to build a community so that, you know, we're not putting all the weight on our partners and what yeah. that looks like, you know, because that happens too much. Heck um, yeah. You know, hmm. it's like loaded, you know, stress added on a relationship that's unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me, that reminds me, I saw uh, there was a YouTube video of Chief Keith and um, of him describing of how he hides his pain with his silence, which in one sense sounds like he just, it's kind of like an excuse for him not being able to communicate well. That's one of the things I thought. But the other th- side of that is, what what do we lose of having like all of these kids or all these these men that do not share what they're dealing with? You know, it just sounds like that's going to be this huge just burble that just keeps growing and growing that might end up you know breaking a lot of people out there. You know, yeah. and who wants that? You know, like, who wants to deal with all like a lot of you know I guess worse mental health issues than what we have now? But you know, how much of that could be avoided if it was? places where you could communicate without feeling, I guess, threatened or victimized or shameful or something like that. Can I, can I ask an odd question? Um, 
<laughs> it, sure. it might not even be that odd. Uh, but I'm just curious. Do women have spaces like this already? Hell yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yes. What, what are those spaces? Beauty salon. No, I'm, joking. What? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I think, I think can, can, I, can I jump in on that? I, I think that just from an outside looking in, mm-hmm. don't kill me. I'm we do have a woman in the studio. Why are you getting our coach, Tandy? You know, just watching like my wife and like her friends and even my cousins. I grew up in a large family and it was mostly women. And just watching them just go about their day. They call each other. They check on each other. They make they make time to even hang out. Um, man, the time just going back to the story that I told earlier about the, us making the table. At that time, between Brian, Marlon, and myself, we probably saw each other maybe three or four times in like six months. And I mean, we'll talk on the phone every once in a while. We'll send a text, "Hey, brother, how you doing?" Blah blah blah. And of course, we know how it goes. You don't respond for like two weeks. <laughs> Especially if like you're well. in a relationship with somebody. Right. Oh yeah, right. For every year, it's another week. I think for for men, like I mean, part of it is our own fault. But I think culturally, also, we're just not given the proper tools to have that type of yeah. uh, back and forth. And so that's part of the things that you know, just in a an observational stance, mm-hmm. um, we have as a difference between us and the, and the ladies out there. And it, no, I would, would like to add, they are the model. Mm-hmm. They are uh, the model. They yeah. are the model. You know, as an educator, I see these different programs that are happening for young girls, for grown women, for all women of all ages. Mm-hmm. And they are creating spaces left and right. Oh, Every yeah. time I look up, it's a different space. Oh, yeah. Created. And it's needed. Mm-hmm. It's valid. Needed. And I'm like, it could be a hundred more of the black man projects out there with different yeah. names. And it still wouldn't be enough because the Black Man Project is not about the man. It's about the little boys. It's about being an adolescent. It's about all these different older men that we've had conversations with that have never had the opportunity just to, like, express themselves yeah. in a way that's, like, genuine and, like, not judgmental. And, like, to be able to just – it's beautiful, it's like, it's, I mean, shucks. <laughs> shucks. It's like You've been golly. carrying that around? <laughs> By godly. <laughs> you know? I want to go, go to Tandy, too. Why? <laughs> because I value your opinion, Tandy. Oh. Do you feel like women have? Of course. And, and like, <laughs> yeah. well, you don't even have to play with that. Of course. Yeah. Is it, is it like they said? Is it? Because they call each other, they check on each right. other, talk yeah. on the phone. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, because that's that's built into our socialization. You know, there's always woman space. Women get together. If it's if it's not, uh, you know, the so-called womanly duties of cooking, maybe cooking together, sharing recipes. It's just so much. Yeah, but guys, yeah, we built together. Like, build I like what? to cook and I like to share recipes. I just want to put that out there. I'm not, I'm not yeah. taking that from you. I'm just saying, <laughs> but those are like space. You know, those are spaces that are, are traditionally, you know, where you may see um, women gather together. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely built into the culture, the talk. Yeah, constantly the talking. And we, and the, and I, I mean, I believe sharing. women are storytellers, right? Like, they, they, they love to share stories. <clears throat> what? Would you not? <laughs> 
what what people did at home didn't see all the all the guys. You don't want like, you don't yeah, want yeah, the, yeah. you don't want the guys sharing the stories because we we fabricate the story. Women to, to, to make short. ourselves look. Like, we, like, we leave what? out a lot of details. Yeah, yeah. Women go and tell all of the details. That's hilarious. This shirt was red. It was raining in the ground. Was is it offensive to say women are natural yeah, storytellers? what if there's some women who don't want to be I mean, there's always oh, no. exceptions. I mean, but it's I, a general level. Yeah, I say in your experience. I, yeah. yeah, in my experience. I just think there's just, you know, it's more acceptable for you to talk and, and talk sometimes ad nauseum or at length. Are you talking to me no, personally? No, <laughs> no, no. In the, women, in the women's experience. That you know, it's just it's easier. It's you know, it's an expectation. It's it's part of the it's part of the package, I guess. No, but like on the flip side, and okay. maybe this is I think this kind of relates to how men interact with each other with with guys. <laughs> we are fact share like we share our facts, we share our knowledge, mm-hmm. we share what we've learned. Uh, it's in, very informational, right? Yeah. We, we don't really get into the emotional side of things oh and how we gosh. feel. Uh, we cut to. Uh, <laughs> Two guys at bar uh, having a conversation. Hey, man. Yeah. Did I let you know what happened to me yesterday? No. Shit, man. How much time you got on you? Maybe about two minutes. <laughs> All right, bro. I'll be quick. All right. So, you know, I got a job, right? Mm-hmm. I got fired. That's tough. Yeah. How's my time? That's a, that's a quick story. I like it. That's good. Yeah. I like it. Hey, did did I share a fact with you? I found out yesterday. How long was this fact gonna be, man? It's fact, it's fact gonna take just a few seconds. All right, man. Okay. All right, I'm gonna stop watching. All right, quick. here we go. Well, anyway, um, in the owner's manual for my Ford Focus, it says I get 30 miles a gallon. I found out I only get 29. That was a good time, man. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. True fact. Say, man, you see them old rookies over there? Yeah. 30 seconds. Two minutes. Mm. How long we been friends, Charles? We've been for as long as I can remember. As long as I can remember. <laughs> How long it take us to share facts? Half a second? Half a, half a second. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Second and a half at the most. We need to go over there and school these two young bloods on mm. how to really cut it down. Do it. All right. Step, step on over. Hey, hey, hey. All right. All right. What's what up, old school? Yeah, what y'all, what y'all drinking, boys? Shoot, how much time you got? None. See what I'm talking about, Charles? You see how I did mm-hmm. that to him? He know. Mm-hmm. He don't know nothing about me. I don't know nothing about him. Mm. Took less than a second. Look, look, do you guys want something? We're just sitting here in silence, not speaking to each other. Can you, can you say what you want, please? Yeah, man, we having some, uh, some, some, non-conversation. some non-conversation friend look, time right, right now. Right now, I'm not sharing facts, so it's going to take me a little bit longer. All look, right. I've been uh, studying y'all, and uh, you're spending too much time talking to one another. You know, if you want to really build a solid friendship, you got to cut back on some of the time you're spending talking. See my man Charles there? Yep. I'm about to go. <laughs> See what I'm talking about? We don't even spend a lot of time together. We spent together. enough We've time. Been, yeah. We've been friends since we were in third grade. <laughs> I haven't spent more than three minutes with this man in a single day. At all. Can I, uh, can I make an observation? Uh, all right, but do it as I walk out the door. <laughs> all right, real quick. Uh, why y'all watching two other guys have conversation? That don't sound real <laughs> manly. Man. I'm sorry. You can spend as much time watching as you want. We men. You just can't talk about it. That's right. Oh, he, he just left. He, he just left. Out the, door. He the door, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As men, you can observe anything. You know how many crimes I saw on my way here? How 15. Many? 
I didn't even get to finish the question she asked. You know what I'm I mean, yes. Yeah. But you a good. lot of, I observe a lot. You real good. Teach yeah. teach us how to uh how to shorten our, our time. Yeah. And how right. we talk to All each right. other. How long you been knowing him? About six years. All right. That's the total number of seconds you should spend talking to <laughs> Six seconds? In a week. Oh, a man. week. Six seconds a week talking yeah. to my friend right that's here. That's right. I mean, you got, you got a wife at home, don't you? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, bring some of that burden home to her, man. <laughs> what you doing putting that on your man? He busy. That's you too me, much. Are you, you encouraging me to go home and talk more to my family? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Most relationships don't have enough pressure on them. That's, that's all it's about. Are you sure you're a dude, man? Well, I mean, my wife is always telling me that I need to put more pressure on her. <laughs> you know, I, I, I never bring any burdens home. I just get them out here at the bar. All right, well, I, I guess I'll take your word for it. Right? You know, I'll wrap up this check, go home, and think about a lot of stress I can give my wife. <laughs> Sound good to me. Cool. All right, man. All right. Check, check for you. We cut, he goes home to his wife. <sighs> wife. Husband. How was your day? Oh, let me tell you about my day. Before you start, I've been thinking. I haven't been giving my all in this marriage. <laughs> why'd, you, why'd you ask me about my day if you weren't going to? I'm taking a page out of a new book, sweetie. I'm trying to take our relationship to the top. Okay, so you're saying you've been holding back? I haven't been 100% with you. <gasps> what are you saying? Are you, are you having an affair? No, I ain't having no affair. Oh. I just got a lot more stress that I could be bringing to this relationship to do my part so that we both equally stressed out. You, you, you're going to share some of your burdens with me? I'm going to share some of my burdens, babe. Oh, I thought that was only for the guys at the bar. Well, you know, uh, things have changed. And, uh Got a new mentor now. And in half of a second, he shared a whole lot of game. Uh, okay. Well, I'd love to hear more what's going on with you. Go ahead and lay it on me. Well, you know, uh, just walking around angry all the time. You know, I've been peeing too long. Just been dribbling on my pants a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, got fired yesterday. <laughs> yeah, man. The boss is boss. I man. You don't what? tell me what he want me to do. I, I don't know how he, he talks so fast. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing at work. Oh, my God. And I want to bring that. I know this is a lot. I want to bring this home with you. I was just going to come home. We and just, just got a new car. Go right to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, what? It's, no, no, no. What are we going to do? That's all I know, baby. Oh, what, what are we going to do? Well, I'm, tomorrow I'm going to hit the streets and try to get another job. Okay. That's good. And, and, and I'll do the same. You know, I, 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 I've been on the fence of whether or not I should work. You hadn't said anything about me not working, so I wasn't sure if that was an issue. Uh, should I get a job as well? You absolutely should get a job. <laughs> I think it, uh, it'll help the family out until I figure out how to interview fast enough to get the jobs <laughs> for the market that's out there today. We got to him at an interview. <laughs> um, so um, you're here to interview for our um, assistant manager position? That's right. Okay, well, um, let me know why you want to sell cars for Ford in about 10 seconds, please. <laughs> I'm really good at selling. I can speak really fast, and I'm pretty personable. Okay, was that it? That's it? I can't fit all the other skills in 10 seconds, sir. Okay, well, 
Thank you very much. That was great. Um, you are hired to be a car salesman here. Uh, just a reminder, we only have men come in to buy cars here. <laughs> and you need to speak really quickly to, to keep their attention and uh, to sell cars to them. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, how do I get the whole specs of the car and the price in a short amount of time? That's for you to figure out, my friend. We cut to this. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for a four-door. Uh, there's a bunch of them over here. I'm sorry? There's a bunch of them over here in this area. <laughs> there's a bunch in that area? Yeah. Pick, pick whichever one you want. You're going to show you. me one? I'm going to go get the papers real quick. I'll be one? right back. All right. Man, I... oh, okay. oh, this looks nice. Is this a four-door? No, no, no. It's gold. It's gold four-door. All right. I got the keys for you. Just gonna jump right in the driver's seat. Yeah, we're going to do the test drive. Okay, All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, just go around the block then? Come <laughs> 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 on, Miles. Forget this thing. Oh, you're going to make it right right here. We can stop and get some coffee real quick. Get some coffee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it's low, good gas mileage and all that. Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to pull back around to the car dealership. I'm going to step right out. What type of seats are these? Oh, they're nice plush leather. You know what? I think I'll take it. Scrape, get you some champagne. <laughs> Efficient. Yeah, man. Hey, how do you guys get? Um, I know you're gonna say something, but how do you guys get um, men in other cities to come out to your yeah. to your dinner? Yeah. And your your conversation. Craigslist. Like, uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Craigslist. <laughs> John said it, not me. <laughs> hey guys. Hey guys. Come on out. <laughs> Come to this Come sketchy to location. <laughs> we'll serve you food. <laughs> serve you food and talk yeah. about your issues. We'll talk about your feelings. Feel it. Yeah. That would work. Uh, that would definitely work. <laughs> definitely yeah, work. man. Can you imagine? Oh, okay. um, well, we, we leverage our relationships in those cities. Um, and we have people nominate people in those cities that, you know, we could ask to come. And also, um, how else do we go about? Oh, so we partner with other people as well. So, for example, when we were in Seattle, we partnered with Google. Mm -hmm. When we were in Tulsa, we partnered with the Kaiser Foundation. When we were in New York, we just partnered with local artists in the area. Uh, for Atlanta, we partnered with we we're partnering with uh, Black Men Smile and another organization, We. And then for LA. Um, we're partnering with a local uh, yoga space. Nice, dope. Yeah, I like the variety. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, out of curiosity, oh, were you gonna say something actually? Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, out, of, out of curiosity, is there any common themes that you can you can share with us? Like, do you do you see any sort of even nationwide like what sort of mm. common issues are men bringing to these groups? One 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 uh, common theme that we we have kind of seen across the board is that, um, and we, we discovered this when we went to Google, <clears throat> that a lot of the issues that men, uh, men of color struggle with um, in the workplace, it doesn't change with your job title. Um, and what I mean by that is uh, typically, you know, you have those conversations about um, being heard as a, as a man of color. You know, your ideas may not be uh, weighed or valued the same as someone else. I mean, that's just real talk. Yeah. And um, that was just a really common thing. I mean, we were just shocked. I mean, we knew it existed, but to that level. Um, for what, I don't know, for some reason, Queen of Slim just keeps, <laughs> the, the movie Queen of Slim, Slim just keeps popping into my brain. But um, a lot of the, uh, the conversations, there's like all these commonalities between, it doesn't matter how much money you have, it doesn't matter what your position is in life, it don't matter if you're the mayor, if you got a million dollars or five dollars, 
um, you are not seen uh, in your true light and your true value. And so that was that was one of the things that we is there, is there another thing that I'm missing? I know that was a big one. I think it's a common thread is just um, how willing men become to sharing. Not at first. Yeah. Super apprehensive. Nice. Like, yeah. like yeah. closed off. Almost yeah. like tiptoeing in there like who's gonna be in here? <laughs> <laughs> what's about to happen? You know. Even though they're referred by somebody or they were nominated. Um it's always kind of, but then it turns into something switches. Yeah. And then people start to just unveil themselves, you know? Nice. And so. And then when, yeah, once, once they kind of find that they don't have to be as guarded, mm-hmm. then you find that they start, they're just way more willing to right. share, right? Right. And, like, do you guys moderate this? Like, who, who handles these conversations? Yeah, I mean. Really, it is. It's a team effort. I mean, like I said at the beginning of this, like Marlon is like the pi- that's a bad pie piper. Pie piper. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Just strike that. Um, Marlon is really great with with, uh, with articulating like the the vision and what we're trying to do and really leading discussions. And so he kind of kicks it all off and uh, basically is kind of like the main moderator, um, if you will, at the dinners. But Again, it's a team effort. Like, we all contribute to the discussion and how things should flow. It's very strategic, mm-hmm. you know, how we um, orchestrate the conversation to flow. Mm-hmm. Um, the responses are organic, yeah. but how we make things flow and try to just, you know, be the garden rails for the conversation is very strategic. The garden rails for the conversation. Mm-hmm. Pied Piper number two. Yeah. The apprentice Pied Piper. If someone were to, let's say someone were to want, maybe they want to do this at like a small scale, maybe with a, a group of men that they know. Uh, do you have any like, do you have any hints or, or tips, tricks, what not to how to moderate? For those who can't see, they, <laughs> they're doing a... <laughs> I don't even know how to describe this one. Uh, <laughs> just go to the YouTube, you'll see. But the uh, tips, tricks for how they how they should moderate this and, and assist with men opening funny up like this. It's funny you should ask. No, we were doing that because that was a great alley hoop for the slam dunk. Yep. Still um, globe trotters. They were still globe trotters. Still globe mm-hmm. There is a homework provided because the reality is you can have the dinner. And then at the end of it, be like, ah, oh, man, that was great. And then go home, and you stuck with the same. You know, it's like, yeah. You know, nothing else to do after that. But there's homework provided. There are strategic things lined up that you take, and then you orchestrate and have your own dinner out after that. Yeah. And so you, so you leave the table. We ask that you have a dinner with four to eight men, mm. and then you challenge them to do the same thing. And we provide a worksheet that you can follow to orchestrate the dinner each and every time, and so you can pass it along. It's very curriculum. That's pretty cool. We cut to a a hideout. (laughs) Say, man, I'm glad y'all all all came here. I know I called y'all, told y'all, get ready for the next heist. Yeah. See, everybody got their guns, everybody got their masks. Yeah, man. Yeah, let's get this money. Got the plans. Yeah, got the Richard Nixon mask today, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. I'm like, I like your spirit. That's right. Uh, Got I, the big nose on it and everything. Got the Teddy Roosevelt right now. Yeah, you went a little too deep with that one. I don't even know where you found Teddy Roosevelt, but I, I appreciate your hustle, though. 
But um, let's got my JV cannon on. Hey, that's obscure. That's way too obscure. Exactly. Nobody's gonna know who I am. Okay. Okay. Yeah, fellas, look, I know I'm glad we all hype, and I know we ready. I know we ready. But um, before we do the heist, uh, I just want you guys to know that um, uh, I also called you out for a different purpose. Uh, before we partake in what we know, what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, uh, banks. I partake in some banks. I mm-hmm. attended a very um, uplifting and open uh, meeting or kind of experience uh, recently. And I've been uh, charged to uh, come back and share that experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You got a wire on? No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Right no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. You, you got to meet with some cops and you came back no, with a wire? Not with the cops. Not with the cops. You ain't got your mask yet. Well, I, I know. Where's your presidential mask? Yeah, where's Yeah, what president you wearing tonight? Andrew Jackson. I'm missing. I want to invite you all to a dinner. I, I want to. I brought some food and. Figured we could sit down and talk about. Uh, oh snap! Look at these candles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for paying attention there. Uh, I'm got to the check table. the candles for wires. There's right. No wires on candles. nothing, man. Listen, I just want to share. I want us to take this time before we go out and you know commit a crime and, and just talk about <laughs> who we are and what's important uh, to us. You know what? You know, as men, we don't talk enough. We don't. We don't come together. And you right. You yeah. right. That is yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, we show yeah. up. And we, we we do our work. Just we do our work. We, we don't talk about why we, we don't see do each other again until yeah. the next heist. Yeah, yeah. and right. I, I like you guys a lot. I don't want this to be just a check in, check out sort of thing. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Like I yeah. do appreciate the time we spend together. Yeah. Pop that bag of Doritos and open up that bean dip and let's 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 get to communicate. <laughs> all right. All right. I will let y'all know that when I'm not robbing banks. Yeah. I'm dreaming about being with y'all, Robert Banks. Oh, man. You know what I'm that means a That's lot cool. to me. Yeah. And I ain't never had no friends, you know. Yeah. But I feel like I do when we rob mm. banks together, mm. you know. It does. It does feel like it, man. I feel I feel like it's got my back. Yeah. Mm. That if, if someone would pop out of a corner, yeah. you'd take them down super quick. Yeah. And That's I wouldn't love even have right to worry there. about it. That's, That's all love. love. That's mm. yeah. good. That's good. We got a stronger bond than I thought. I figured one of y'all would kill me if some things went down, but it's good no. to know that. No, we, we, no, no, man. We, we, no. we take care of no. each other. We, we take care of each other. Like, even, let's say even if you did have that wire on. Yeah. We, we'd work through it together. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it. No, we'll, we'll figure it out. Dang. Yeah, we figure it out. You, you, know, can, you can come to us with that. Yeah, we'll, Matt, we'll, we'll be mad for a little bit, but, you know. Yeah. We'll, oh. And that's going to happen, you know. When you care deeply about people. You might get mad at each other, you know? Mm-hmm. The other day, I held my gun at Tyrone's head, right? Remember? Yeah, remember I remember that. that. Yeah. I remember that. You know, I thought he was taking too much of the money, right? Yeah. yeah. It was a miscommunication. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I apologize yeah. for that. Your, your you math know? skills aren't as good as mine, and that's okay, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we all have our own uh, skills. That's true. That's we true. have our own skills. Some you know, I'm the wheel, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't do numbers. But some of the pressures I feel like sometimes when we go into a bank, and I say stick them up. I feel like the people don't really hear me. No, sometimes it's right. Yeah, sometimes yeah, you know? it's like they don't. They, they, it's like you know what I'm saying is not that important until yeah. I pull the gun. But out. it is, and you don't even need the gun all the time, man. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, you're bigger than your gun. Oh. I want to let you know that right now, man. Yeah. I know you feel like you gotta carry the gun with you everywhere <laughs> to feel important, but you don't. <laughs> you know, uh, I just want to let y'all know that uh, remember when I couldn't pick up them big bags of money. Mm-hmm. I've been hitting the gym. I could tell. Yeah, we could tell. We can yeah. see. I could I tell. get two Self- bags of money now. You know, improvement is important. Yeah. <laughs> everybody needs fellowship. Yeah, everybody. And no matter where, no matter you are, what you need. Where you are. Yeah.
Thugs, thugs need help too. Thugs need help. Thugs need help too. That's gonna be the next conversation. Thugs need help too. Thugs need help too. Got a bunch of drug dealers sit down, talk about communication. You know. <laughs> I know you did t- t- the streets. You want to kill him, but does he know that you feel that? <laughs> <laughs> you should tell him. I'm gonna switch gears just a little bit. I'm gonna ask two questions. One might be kind of dumb. The other one, I'm different. There are no dumb questions. What exactly does an anthropologist do? Anthropo. Okay. An anthropologist. Webster's defines an anthropologist (laughs) as. We're looking it up right now. We're looking it up right now on Brian's phone. No. So, essentially, an anthropologist is someone who studies culture, and from what I understand it. They unearth uh, a lot of things in culture that a lot of people take for granted. Yeah. Um, and so, specifically, they look at languages, they look at customs, they look at the way people dress, they look at the things people eat, they look at rituals, they look at religion, they look at the conversations that people have, yeah. and <clears throat> they create a, a landscape from a uh, observational standpoint that people can relate to. Did I do it? Like we found it. Okay. So, mm-hmm. anthropologist, an expert in. Yeah. Or student of anthropology. That's wow. not. A good <laughs> I hate them. How convenient, That's, I Webster. Hate those definitions. How the convenient. Anthropology, the study of anthropology. No, 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 he's right. And yeah. so, yeah, what, the study of, what, of the. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I think it's like the, getting into the why of why we do things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, our traditions, our culture, our, our mm-hmm. um, how the what is it, the past's influence and uh, you know. The things we still carry today, based on uh, why, what are the reasons for those things in, in, that, uh, in the past that we have maybe forgotten okay. and don't know? Okay. Um, that, that's from my intro class in the college. <laughs> yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. 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 Let's get into the why of the, why do we do things, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's a question that Marlon asks a lot, the, like the why. Why? Mm-hmm. Behind, behind why we communicate a certain way, why we don't communicate a certain way. Awesome. The why is always. Uh, <clears throat> The foundation of and, the conversation. And that's what Marlon, that's Marlon's wing in this. Correct. And I want to also ask about sculpting. Why sculpting? Why sculpting? So, <clears throat> yeah. Let me say this real quick before he gets started. You know how you got that one friend that can do everything? Mm-hmm. That's him. Nice. He just happens to be sculpting mm. <laughs> on this that's a, for that's this, the for one this tour. Right. To go under. He but gone he under. does, he designs the table aesthetically. Yeah. Like, so it looks a certain way, pleasing to the eye, but also really purposeful. Nice. Um, but I'll let him get into that. Okay. Thank you, Brian, for uh, leading me down a path to nowhere. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I do do, I mean, it's, so I am creating the mask for, uh, to be an interactive piece for the film and for the dinners. But um, as Brian stated, so uh, in, in a way, I'm, I'm trying to pull from uh, the whole idea of anthropology. And so when we go to the cities, I'm designing the table um, the whole experience around what I think is going to uh, resonate with the gentleman in these different cities. Now, there's a common thing with all of the spaces that I, that I work in, but um, each individual table is different. Wow. And so I set it differently. There's a different way that I'm, I'm creating, like, the backdrop of what's going to be seen, the way that they navigate the table. Uh, we create totems. I'm actually wearing one. Uh, for each individual city. Brian, come on, man. Come on, brother. You Uh-oh. got your totem on? You got your totem on, on, brother? There's, each city has its own unique set of totems. And so <laughs> uh, these I'm actually hand stamping. So this one says mm-hmm. love. 
and it's on a key. And so uh, we'll actually kind of go in and, and, you know, make these. Brian actually, the, actually Brian helped make these. These are from Tulsa. And so I actually wear this one a lot because it has a lot of significance to me in terms of where we started from with this project. So Nice, yeah. nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't answer your I, question. But, but. Yeah, and I was <laughs> going to double down on it. I want to know how you got into sculpting just to begin with. Just to begin just, with. Yeah, just uh, how, how did you find that was your medium that you wanted it to It all started in 1978. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, have, I do have a long background with art. My, my grandfather was a woodworker, um, and my dad was a painter. And my connection to sculpting um, is the same connection I have to painting. To I mean, Brian wasn't lying. I'm actually, I do a lot of different things as an artist. And... I like to think that I do them okay. Um, and so um, I think sculpture is, is something that you can't get around uh, from a society standpoint. Like you see a sculpture um, and it draws you in. And so it even draws you in even more so than a painting or, or sometimes even a, even a photograph. Not to say that those things don't resonate with people, but a, a, a sculpture has permanence in a room. And so when you walk in, just like this microphone is coming out of the table, you can't miss it. Yeah. And so um, why sculpture? Because it has uh, more weight than some of the other art forms that I could have been uh, creating for this project. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so you said your grandfather kind of started you yeah. on down that my path? My dad's dad was a, was a woodworker. And so I learned wow. a lot by watching him. Actually, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm self-taught. Like most of my woodworking and my, my metal smithing and things that I do to create the sculptures that I make, I'm self-taught, but I, I, I'm saying I'm self-taught, but I watched a lot of what he was doing, then yeah. I applied it to my to my skill set. You weren't traditionally, or what's the word? He wasn't a traditional <laughs> woodworker. No, nah, I wasn't traditional. My, my background is painting. Hmm. So uh, ever since I was a kid, I went to... Shut up, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? No, what? Was... All right, here we go. Here we go. Let it here go. we go. Let it go. Be free. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. No, <laughs> no, I mean, I went to school for painting. Yeah, went to school for painting, so that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, what was that? No, <laughs> I missed. That's all you gonna say. What happened? No, this is woodworking. No. <laughs> <laughs> I went to HSPVA. Yes. So I, that's kind of where I really got my formal okay. start, and then I went to college and, and studied painting even more. And uh -huh. right now I'm actually in school too. Oh, uh, nice. Pursuing a master's, and I don't know how that's working. Oh. I could probably not be in there next semester. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a straightforward question. I know that you're currently in school, so I can assume what the answer is. But as an artist, should artists go to school to learn art? Yes, both as a student and as an educator for of 16, 17 years mm -hmm. teaching art, artists should definitely go to school. But why? Because I mean, because if you if it's creativity that you're just feeling, well, it's not just the creativity. Would you suggest a football player walk out on the field without getting training? Mm -hmm. Mm. They could have natural talent. They could run very fast. They can hit hard. They can catch a ball. But without actually knowing what it is that they're doing, they're not going to be the best that they can be. But they're also playing with a team that they need to work with. That's like true. They were Touche. A solo. Touche. What about a boxer? Let's take it mm. to, to a solo. Mm. What about a boxer? Would I tell a boxer to get in the ring without training? <laughs> I, would not tell a, I would not advise Just a boxer. because he's big and strong. Here, here we go. Here's a boxer right here. Here's a boxer right here. Would you get in the ring without any training? We cut outside of MGM Arena. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, uh, y'all, uh, y'all part of the money team, right? Yeah. Look, man, ain't nobody better than me on the streets, man. I could beat everybody up in this in this hotel. Go, t go tell uh, 
go tell your boy Floyd that he don't want to see me in the ring. <laughs> yo, man, yo, what are you talking oh, I, about? I ain't see you. Uh, is this Floyd right here? Yeah, that's Floyd. What's up, yo, Floyd? Yo. <laughs> what are you talking about? What's up, Floyd? You look, you look different in person, man. You look even easier to beat up. What are you? I've been doing this all my life. You, there's no one going to step to me off the street. So? so? Like, you got a death wish? You got a death wish, man? No, I ain't got it's a so death I, wish, I can, man. I can help you meet your maker. No, nah, you, ain't, you ain't got to do none of that, man. Let me, let me show y'all something. Look, I've been in 10 street fights, bro. The hardest dude Ten? out. The hardest dudes in the street. Beat them down. But you never had a professional fight. I don't need them. Look, I, you might be, you know, some big money on your block where you came from, but uh, I don't come from money. This man. is MGM, all right. This is the, people from all around the world come here to fight people like me, okay. right? To fight me. Okay. All so right? what you saying? You scared of get in the ring with a street dude, huh? A man that fights on the street. Yo, s- let him in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, yeah, y'all gotta take show him me. to his locker room. Yeah, yeah, yeah Take him yeah. to the locker take room. Take me to the locker up. room. We he gonna learn something today. Okay. I guess we'll just miss the approaching fight. But <laughs> <laughs> does nobody do this? How you know they just got no promotion oh, and everything behind the fight? We don't need none of that, man. Just put me in the ring. It'll be before. my warm up before the main event. It's fine. Okay. Well, here's here's your room. Um, All right. There's some shorts over there. You can put those on. I don't need no shorts, man. What? <laughs> Wearing these Carhartts right now. I beat up all my dudes in these Carhartt pants, man, and my Tims. <laughs> You're going to wear Tims? i <laughs> Tims, bro. That's how I roll. Okay, but you got to find some gloves. I'm gonna give I don't some need gloves. none of them gloves, man. I don't need them. Oh, that's him back here. All right, all right. Hey, hey, Clyde. What's going man, on? What's I, was, up? I was out there trying to get a drink, man. What, what that? They got you in the back already? Yeah, man, I'm fighting Floyd tonight, You man. told him that you won all your street fights? I, I won I them, told man. you, man, you ain't need to practice. You just come up in here. What was that? That's what I'm saying, man. I'm That's about exactly to fight. I'm about I'm to fight about. tonight. That's what I, you got your Tim's on? I got them on. Oh, See, I'm going to win. Yeah. Man, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so that, uh, my dude going to be in my corner. Yeah. Yeah, I'm his cut man. <laughs> you have experience being the cut man? Nope. You don't need, all you got to do is see where the cuts are and put some grease on it. That's it. That's all That's all y'all, any cut man does. Yeah, put a little water in his mouth. Put a little water in my mouth. Get some Vaseline, put it over the cut. Yeah. We good. Hey, man, you guys need a ref? Um, yeah, I guess we do because the ref isn't going to show up. I need a ref, man. All you got to do is count, right? (laughs) A little bit, you got to, you know, a little bit more to it than just counting. One, two, three. What else is that? That's all the time you you need, right? Give me a striped shirt. I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, this is shot. I see you got that in the ring. All right. So it looked like we got all the parts Dang. needed tonight. It don't take nothing to put together no fight. What they need promoters for? I don't for? know, man. See, we just cut a whole lot of money out the gate to do this fight. Okay. And we're just going to let you know, man, if you want a, you want a job after this, you can roll with us. Okay. Uh, you know, I work with Floyd. I think I'm pretty secure for, for the rest of my life. Not, a, so. not after, this, after tonight. Yeah, man. He coming to take the title. Floyd gonna have to come back to the streets to get it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and ain't no promotion in the streets at all. <laughs> okay, look, we just, just fight every Friday let's night. Just, let's just get out to the ring and and finish this thing quickly so we can get to the the real fight later. Oh, on. oh, I sound like you know you don't believe in my skills. I mean, yeah. no, not really. Y'all just start with him right now, right here in this locker room. You ready? Yeah, yeah. You guys need a ref? <laughs> yeah, I need a ref right <laughs> now. Come on, man! I'm about to have my 11th fight before my Floyd fight. 
Look, I, I don't really want to fight you. Back <laughs> up a little bit. Give some nice shoes, man. They are nice shoes, but you can't have them. You got any socks under them shoes? No. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. That's just you a taste. To my foot. Yeah, with some Tim's. <laughs> Is that the fight? One, two, three. <laughs> Ow, boy, you lost, you man. You lost, man. No, I, I got to sit down my face. Get out of my face. <laughs> my feet hurt. I'm just Get out of my face right <laughs> now. Hit me with some more water real quick. Uh. 11 and 0, cuz. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. When I used to box, man, there used to be a lot of guys come in, and depending on what part, Cincinnati's like a big amateur boxing city, too. And depending on what part of the city you're in, if you were off the street and they knew you were a brawler, they would throw you in the spar immediately with like a junior who would just tear, just tear you apart, man, just to see if you would like be willing to come back and be trained. Because they knew like there's no way that you was gonna learn boxing because street fighting is completely different, you know. Um, so I watched a lot of dudes get beat up man, for no reason, <laughs> man. <laughs> just that happened to me in Baltimore when I. The second time I started boxing, I got this trainer, and he threw me in the ring. I was just fresh out of playing foot, college football, and I wanted to box. So this trainer took me to this gym, looked like some old Rocky movie type stuff, walked upstairs, he told me to put on the gloves, and it's this little guy standing in the ring. I'm like, man, I'm about to wear this dude <laughs> out. <laughs> night, night, you know. Yeah. And, man, <laughs> Whoa. You ain't see him after the what? bell ring? <laughs> <laughs> the, the bell rung. Thank God we only went two, what, two or three rounds. I know I was on the floor on all fours. My shirt was blood all the way down. And I could tell he started taking the light on me, like, like the second second round. But and my trainer was like, yeah, man. He's he's uh, he's a professional, <laughs> but I just wanted to see if you're gonna quit. I mean, I'll train you now. <laughs> yep, that's how it is, the man. Dude was small, that's how but it he is. Was vicious. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, Fast. man. I couldn't hit him. What yeah. a horrible, horrible way yeah. to get. That's yeah. how you get, get initiated in into training. What if you had to get? Yeah, they did that in elementary school. What if you had to like go against one of the top people in the field to get into it? What you mean? That's essentially what, you mean? what, like, in boxing. As a, as a kid, like, to get into elementary school? Or as a teacher? Like, or what do you mean? Teacher? No, like, just, like, <laughs> to be taught, you have see to. See if you could teach this lesson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I see what you said. Yeah. Okay, okay. Get out there in front of the class, son. <laughs> just get humiliated, and then you get accepted into the class. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, boxing is, like, one of them only sports where you, you get beat up yep. to get an initiated so that you can. Get better. Learn how to defend yourself. We cut to a, a, <laughs> a kitchen in a, um, in a five-star restaurant. Now, I know your hand is on fire. I know your hand is on fire, but that's how you got to start learning to be a chef. <laughs> we, we put your hand in the, well, first we douse it in oil. Then we put it in the fire to see if, uh, see if you can take the flames, and then we know we can train you. Okay, I'm, 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 that, that makes some sense. Um, <laughs> But, you know, that scream that Heads I just Heads up slapped. knife. Oh, <laughs> no, right there. See, that's another thing we do. We just throw knives at you to see if, you know, you can duck or if you can really, you know, maybe take a mild stabbing. And uh, if you do, then mm-hmm. we know that, you know, you, you well on your way to being one of the top chefs. 
Um, can I speak to one of the other associate <laughs> oh, sure. people? Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Hey, hey, um, hey, uh, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, new chef, uh, new potential chef, mm -hmm. uh, would like to speak with you. All right, but you only got a limited amount of time because I'm on my way out the door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first off, what happened to your fingers? <laughs> Being a chef, of course. Um, should I work here, man? What? Well, he's gone. <laughs> you you got to get your words in in 10 seconds. Okay. Or else. Listen, I, I've been to school for you know, in New York City for, for culinary arts. And I mm -hmm. think that um, my education should allow me to have a little bit more freedom in the kitchen than what you guys are doing. I mean, I've never had to be a ninja in the sh kitchen at all. In yeah, my I mean, but that's all schooling. This is the real world. See, school, you don't go through this. Mm -hmm. School is just, you know, they train you how to do it. Over here is really when you do it. Okay. Faceful flower. Oh, shit. Okay, see, that's what I'm saying, man. You got to be ready. At all I was times. in my eyes. I know. I we, know. Just we cut to this guy meeting up with his his heist guys after after a day in the kitchen. All right, guys. I'm uh, excited for this heist again. Uh, yo, man, you, you seem a little shooken up today. What's up? You want to sit down at the table and talk about it? Yeah. Take off your mask, man. Take off that Nixon. Let's see what's up. Well, y'all see. Uh, what happened? Um, it looks like I got beat up today, but I uh, started a job mm. at the uh, Five Star Steakhouse downtown. And um, I think we should uh, do our next hit at this restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You, you, this sounds like it's coming from a, a place of hurt. Yeah, man. Like, they hurt you up there, man? Yeah, man. I was, uh, threw a bunch of knives at me, threw some flour oh. in my eyes. Oh, yeah. That's disrespectful. Right Burned my hand. Terrible. Yeah. I was going to say that we should uh, rob the dude that beat up Floyd Mayweather and took his belt. He's <laughs> hanging out on the street, right? That guy was outside on the street, yeah. Oh, you talking about Jimmy with the Tims? Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. That kid. He and took the first. Uh, <laughs> that is a can't tell us nothing show, everybody. Uh, we're actually going gonna to stick with uh, 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 Brian and Anthony. Yeah, nailed it. We're going to stick with Brian and Anthony. Uh, but So tune in next time for that. But uh, until then, where can people find you? Where can people learn more about your projects? They can find us at the website, theblackmanproject.com. They can find us on Instagram at theblackmanproject. Um, what about your stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where, can I, where can I find more about you? Okay. Um, if you, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Pluto Lens, the vegan photographer. Yes, I'm vegan. I know I'm big. Uh, <laughs> I'm just Super Anthony. S U B E R Anthony. Oh, super. Super, but Super. Super Anthony. Super Anthony. Oh. Yes. On Instagram? S U B E R, yes. On nice. Instagram. That's me. That's nice. Cool. And then for us, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, website. Facebook at Seaton Improv. And our website. SeatonImprov.com. Also, check us out on YouTube if you want to see some of the sick moves that they were busting earlier. <laughs> <laughs> check out clips from the show on YouTube, Seaton Improv. Uh, but until next time, that is Michi, John, Tandy, and myself, Antoine. And thank you to the Black Man Project. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Oh, yeah. We are out. <laughs>